talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And welcome back to Messy Christianity. Today, we're going to talk about a decidedly uh, pastoral topic. So if you are not in ministry full-time or part-time, um, just know that that's kind of the angle we're coming from today. But I hope you'll listen because this might give you a little bit of insight to uh, to the life of, of pastoring. Yeah, and us. And us, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's pretty much our goal is to talk about life, faith, and everything in between. So the question today is, how do you stay in ministry long term? And I guess related to that, what are the benefits of being at a place long term? Um, because all three of us have long-term um, ministries, a history of them, anyways. And so, what are the what are the the things that you got to do or think about in order to to stay in? Now that we started this conversation yesterday, really just by passing comment about how many people are leaving ministry and how many people don't make it past five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brent, you heard a comment at a re- at a conference you were recently at. Yes, um, I went to the Youth Pastor Summit, Youth Pastor Conference recently and took some interns down with me and youth workers. And one of the individual, I can't remember which speaker it was, but was talking about was staying in uh, in ministry, not just youth ministry, but staying in ministry for the long run, how it's difficult. And this individual said that within the last year that he personally knew 20 people who were in full-time ministry this time last year, and this is end of April uh, 2021 when we're recording this, um, that this time last year he knew 20 people that were in youth ministry, or I'm sorry, in ministry, in full-time ministry, that are no longer in ministry today over the wow. course of the last year. And some of it's COVID-related because of you know everything that's happened in, in the culture, but it's just the... the I, I'm trying to think the, the correct word. Ministry is hard. It just is. It's church ministry, full-time ministry, parachurch ministry, it is all very, very hard, and uh, it wears on people, and there's a lot that just fall by the wayside, and it's tragic. So for uh, for uh, factual information, I was trying to search the surveys that said, okay, this many people leave every day, this many people leave every month— but there's really a void in in uh, surveys that I feel like I can trust, and mm-hmm. and I think that's the general feeling out there that nobody really knows how many are staying and how many are leaving. Um, it used to be that uh, Barna put out a, uh, a study that said something to the effect of 1,500 pastors was it per month? Is that I, I don't know. So, but but it was a, a huge number, and everybody saw that headline and go, "Oh my gosh, it's we're in crisis." And no, then, that was at 1,500 that. Left ministry or left the church? Left, left ministry. Church. Okay. No, left ministry. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, fifteen hundred pastor. I, I'll probably have to just pull it up. But and then, um, Ed Stetzer uh, wrote a rebuttal to that and said, "No, there's not fifteen hundred. It's not that. It's not like that." Mm-hmm. So to be fair, we don't really know how many are leaving. But but they are leaving. But they are leaving. Yeah. There there is a um, a general feeling. Among ch- amongst church leaders and uh, people who who talk about this stuff, that the church is facing sort of a crisis in leadership in terms of full-time mm-hmm. ministry people. And there's a number of reasons for that. One, you've got people who've been doing it a long time who are retiring. 
They didn't retire last year because they felt needed and they felt like they couldn't abandon their people in the midst of COVID-19. Right. But now that we're on the other end of that, um, people, th- those ones who were going to retire last year are now saying, you know what, I'm done. I've got nothing left. Yeah. And so the age, the aging pastors mm-hmm. are, I mean, last year took a lot. I don't know if, if the average person really grasps, and I don't mean that, that we're, we, we had it harder than anybody else. I'm just saying it was a different kind of stress. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, it was all, and it was always there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so so again, I'm not saying we're better or we had it more difficult than first yeah. responders and, and people in the restaurant industry, but it was different. Yeah. So... There's a general feeling that that the longevity and the uh, the number of pastoral people is going to take a severe hit, and I'm not sure that we have people coming into ministry. And again, I'm I'm going to qualify that by saying full time or vocational right. ministry. Right. We don't have that same number. It doesn't seem, anyways, as we used to. So, and I haven't looked at seminary yeah. stats, mm-hmm. but but that's that's just observational on my part. Could be and, totally wrong. And there's also another side to this same equation in that, because you, you kind of prefaced it at the beginning about staying somewhere long term. Mm-hmm. There's also this ongoing, has been for 20-something years at least, that I've started doing ministry and listening to statistics uh, about the average age, I'm sorry, the average tenure. stay, tenure of youth workers, uh, youth pastors, and pastors at churches, because for years, I even quoted those statistics, average stay of a youth pastor, 12 to 18 months, yep. After average stay of a pastor, three to four years, yep. and then you know, the youth pastor looking for a senior pastor position, senior pastor looking for a bigger church position, and you get that, as well as that dynamic of, I can't take ministry anymore, I can't take this full time, it's too hard on me, and I'll just be... Since we're being completely honest, I can tell you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, there, and I've, I've shared this with some folks. There are days I'm like, look, I, I just want to be something simple. I could go rake yards, be a trash man or, or something, yard, yeah. and 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 I, I can do my work and leave go it home. and go home and not think about it again tomorrow. I, I can just... what Whatever that happens to be. Many times over the years. I've and oh my goodness. Because it's just... Uh, so yeah, it, it the, I wanna, the strain and stress mentally is. I kind of want to guard my words and, and a little bit like those that have left the ministry. Um, and I want to say this as guarded as possible, but the vocational ministry, full time mm-hmm. ministry, um, that that's okay for some. Like some of them needed to, and I don't mean that in any kind of yeah. like they weren't doing their job way. Um, just from a mental health standpoint, yeah. and maybe there's another ministry like their family or, or something. There, there are other life situations that sometimes, um, and I probably didn't used to think like this, but um, I have known guys that have left the full-time vocational and gone on to other things that, you know, other jobs <laughs> definitely made more money and stuff, but they went into other ministries that weren't vocational. They weren't a job, but definitely continued doing ministry. I'm not sure that was a bad, I think that was a good shift for them. Yeah, some of those occasions, they have yeah. more influence than they did in full-time vocation. Exactly. So I, you know, some are probably leaving too early that don't need to leave. And then some, you know, it's okay. So I, I'm just trying to guard my words in that. Yeah. Cause um, it, one thing we t- probably have done as well over the, over the years, and this may be part of the issue is 
um, you didn't have like huge, huge multi-staff churches like 30 years ago. I mean, unless it was a really, really big yeah. church. But I mean, now, now some of our mega, mega churches, I mean, they're employing, there's 200 people on staff, you know? I mean, there's huge. When you have an HR department, you're a big <laughs> yeah, church. Right. I mean, so it's a different. There are churches name. where the pastor doesn't even know the names of yes. people on staff. That's, this is true. That is, I, 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 that's kind, I'm not saying that's wrong because I don't know how functionally you can do all, be all things to all people, but right. that's just strange. That This mm-hmm. is a new time, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I'm not again. I'm not making a character judgment as to whether or not that has to be because if the church is doing the work of the kingdom, then you know it's it's working. But but you're right. I think we do need to be clear that we're not casting judgment on somebody no. because it used to be, and I think it still is in some circles at least. If you if you were in ministry and then you are no longer in a particular subset of ministry, pastoring a local church, student ministry at a local church, whatever. Then you have somehow failed. Yeah, no. So you're you, you don't love Jesus. You you've totally failed. You're a rebellion against God. That's not that's not necess- that could be true, but that's not necessarily true. And, and you might be because things are changing. You might be yeah. carving a whole new niche out there that that's tent maker. I mean, yeah. Well, it, the world's changing. Ministry yeah. is changing. Uh, church is changing. So you know, you may have an entrepreneur that's going to change the face of church. You know. Well, let's go back. To kind of talking about the long longevity in a particular how how much of a benefit is that for someone to invest long term in a local body? One of the things I've thought through for years is when you see a youth pastor as an example, just because that's been my area in one form or fashion for twenty something years now, when you see somebody in full time youth ministry or something similar to that, and a church experiences a youth pastor leaving every 12 to 18 months, what type of foundation is that for the young people that go through that program? And it's a, it's a struggle. Uh, In a lot of ways, it's like a broken family, uh, which, you know, you you look psychologically at the, at the effect of that. And it's, it's very difficult in many, many, almost all situations. You look at that from a church perspective. Well, there's a trust issue. Because why would I share my life with you and, and listen to what you say when I know that 12, 18, two years from now, you're going to leave just like everybody else? And the same thing's true from a senior pastor uh, role. When when a, a church over and over has a senior pastor that's there two years, three years, four years, and they're gone, you look at the people that have invested 15, 20, 30 years in that church over and over and over again, that's... That's a lot of heartache. That's a lot of sadness. That's a lot of uh, negativity that could come out of that. Mm-hmm. There are times when, as as everybody said, pastors need to leave. There needs to be a change. But there is also something for this longevity aspect of, of life on life. I know the success that we're seeing at our church currently within certain areas, like the youth ministries, because of a longevity per- approach. My goodness, we weren't humming and humming and, and, and cruising a year, two years, three years into uh, where we are now. Uh, it's taken a long time. Yep. But to see the And you've benefits, been here 10 years. A little over 10 years. Yep. Well, 11 years. All right, this is my 11th year. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> um, yeah, you in, finished in your 10-year anniversary. You're and back into in November, your 11th yeah, year. Yeah, so um, uh, 10 and a half years. So anyway, um, some of the, you know, I'm looking at seniors that we have today 
They were in diapers who, then. <laughs> who, well, beyond that, just looking at them in youth ministry in the last six, seven years, when they came in as, um, uh, you know, sixth graders in our youth ministry in middle school, I mean, they were off the walls. There's no control and no passion, no, no, no nothing. But looking at them today, and they are setting the example for the younger ones. That is, I think, part of a success of long-term investment. And again, it's not going to be that way everywhere because God moves people. God, there are, there are instances when God will move someone after 12 months. But when that's the standard, I, 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 that's kind of where the rub is for me. Yeah. And you know, in a lot of ways, it's, it's, it's a lot harder to stay in one place than it is to leave. Because when you leave, you get a fresh new start. Oh, all of the screw-ups oh, that you've made, you get to... You yeah. get to screw it all up again. I mean, I mean uh, you know, you get to you get you get to learn and, and do stuff new. That's I, I literally growing up, my dad was Navy, and so we moved every two years. I literally developed the mindset, even as a middle school kid, like, hey, you know, I could start over, man. I'm I can be whoever I want to <laughs> this new school. I mean, I could be I'm you a know fighter pilot. This time. I really I could be anybody. So yeah. that, there's definitely that. Yeah, in ministry, start over is easy. I mean, and it's very easy to say, well, because things are difficult internally, then I can say, well, you know, I think God's calling me to move somewhere else. I think God is. God and so card. we play the God card, yeah. you know, the spiritualizing to justify our own agenda of, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So I'm, I'm checking out. I'm going to say that God's calling me somewhere else. And again, I'm not minimizing the fact that there are instances, hopefully many, many, almost all the times where God is saying it's, it's time to move. But yeah. you know, I don't think God moves people as much or as quickly as we say that he does. That's what I was trying yeah. to allude to, and I didn't really know how, how to say that. God's calling me to this church. In a uh, non-confrontational grand, way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But no, I, I really do. I think that we learn more through the struggle and the trial um, about, about everything, about ourselves, about the, the gospel, about the nature of the church, about people. I mean, how, how do you learn to love somebody if you just bail on them? And again, I'm not saying that you never leave, but I think... This whole idea that we're going to move, 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 um, I'm, I'm just, I'm not convinced that that is God's first plan. Um, in, for, for, from a pastor's perspective, I was thinking about this recently. Um, well, actually, for all of our perspective, you know, I've been here almost eight, 17, 18 years, somewhere around there. You've been 10, 11, you've been here seven. seven yeah. You know, if, if we were smart in terms of we were really trying to build our future, we would all probably would have been long gone because all of us could make much more money somewhere else. I mean, there's just, there's just no doubt about that. We all could be at bigger churches and I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying anybody who's smarter than a monkey could, could move up because somebody is always willing to hire you. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that fair to say? Does yeah, that sound absolutely. okay? Yeah. But but the thing, and so in a lot of ways, um, we we've harmed in a way our career, our ministry career, by staying in this one spot. And I'm thinking of it not spiritually, from a spiritual perspective. I'm thinking of it so purely as a mm -hmm. as a my own, if if we could say right. that my career, the you know, just yeah. from a human perspective. Yeah. But. That, though, doesn't give you, I don't think, the satisfaction or the growth, the maturity, the, um, the influence mm -hmm. that, that 
sticking out, sticking it out with with a group of people gives you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. We're definitely having a conversation here, and if there's a listener gelling with us, they're in the ministry. I yeah. mean, this conversation it seems like a very. There may be somebody who's still hanging on here. They're going, "What are y'all?" Even yeah, talking? yeah. Like we, we're putting a very heavy, which I guess it's really our hearts coming out. But there's really a very heaviness of this topic here. Like, I mean, I bet yeah. somebody's probably listening, going, "What?" And you guys you got know, beat up. But, man. but you know something <laughs> no. that really is a, a, a true aspect of Christianity. Not not ministry, mm-hmm. but yeah. Christianity. Yeah, Christianity is we. we inadvertently paint this beautiful rose-colored picture and and through the very words of Jesus if you read the gospels christianity is not this easy cakewalk no. it is hard dubious questionable at times yeah. difficult i mean you know take up your cross daily is not this light thing and so I, if for those in full-time ministry it because of the shepherding aspect that's associated with it, there is this extra weight, and I don't know how much of that we're supposed to carry versus how much of it we're just supposed to allow Jesus to carry. But I, I there's there's just some of this weight I can't let go of yeah. because I because the Bible says be careful who your teachers are because they're going to be held at a higher standard. I mean, that's and so they us. fall, you feel it, and yeah, and I was like, well, wait a minute, yeah. there's there's a little bit more seriousness to this, yeah. um, so the accountability's higher, therefore the stress and the weight of it's higher because you know I may make a bunch of people mad, but at the end I can't be making Jesus mad through this. I've got to be living that lifestyle that's right. pointing people to Him and walking in authenticity and love uh, to the very best that I can, and when I fall, acknowledge it. But man, that that's heavy. That's a heavy load. Two things are popping in my mind, you know, as we go through these kind of things. One is churchy thing we've talked about a long time, but the calling. Yeah. You know, I I just think over the there have been those seasons in my life where I've had to just go back to that I was called to do this. I really don't want to do this right now, but I'm called to do that. You know, and so and in those seasons, there there has to be for me at least a a little bit of a pullback and just kind of a regrouping. I'm just kind of <laughs> going off the field and going to the sideline just to kind of regroup myself and pray through and spiritual retreat it a little bit to get myself back in the game. Um, I said two things. I don't remember what the other thing was, but 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 I think times. Oh, the other one was um, was I was thinking of the spirit, the spirit, the, literally the Holy Spirit of God. Um, in these kind of situations we have to have the encouragement from the spirit and the guidance from the spirit. Um, you know, we've all been in those situations where we just feel like throwing in the towel, you know, I mean, we just, and that's where the, we have to allow the spirit of God to minister to us, guide us, tweak us, you know, and, and sometimes, sometimes it is move us, I think, you know, but I think you're right. I think a lot of times it's, it's no, no, just stay, (laughs) but there are the times where it maybe it is time to move on for bigger purposes yeah. his bigger purpose not our bigger purposes but well, Benny prophet talks about that stop sign mm. that stop sign you know that stop sign right down by the church where every monday afternoon when you pull up to that stop oh, sign yeah. you have already quit in your yeah. mind i'm done yeah. luckily you've got that little bit of a drive home to where yeah. you can cool think off. about it and cool off a little bit and you know it, he, he says that tongue-in-cheek but you know it it's it is that internal mm-hmm. mental battle 
It's funny we, <laughs> sorry, Joe. It's funny though we we talk about all this and then you know we read in the Bible like Moses is leading the Israelites and they all were grumbling. You know, yeah. I mean, like this is not new. Th- it's a Moses. human condition <laughs> thing, right? So. Well, but then we also look at church history um, and we see recent church history, the the Wesleyan tradition. They by design only stayed at a place as a pastor for two years, maybe three years, and then they moved on. Right. And uh, if I recall correctly, their reasoning for that was, we don't want you to get too comfortable in one place and lose the fire and all, but Mm. um, that's actually coming back around to bite them because pastors are leaving by droves saying, look, I ain't moving. I planted my family here. This is is where God called me. So I want to be clear one more time and probably do it a few more times before the end of our time is up, that we're not saying that if you are in and out at a place that you're doing something wrong. Right. No. We're not saying that if you don't stay long term, then you've right. missed God's call. We're not saying that if you are no longer officially in full time ministry or vocational ministry that you've you've been disobedient to the Lord. Right. We're just trying to bring a counterbalance to it, though, to say yeah. that may that that may not always be the default, that that there is something to the longevity of being called to a place and staying in a place mm-hmm. and make, I, I told somebody not too long ago within the last couple of years that the only real reason to leave when you have a call from God is when God calls you elsewhere. doesn't matter what the situation is. If God, if God called you there, God has to call you away. Yeah. It's, it's determining that call and hearing that call. That's really the challenge. The, I yes, completely agree. Caveat. Caveat. Yeah. There are situations we're not one here, but, and, and these are small situations, but there are situations where you're in a congregation that the um that heresy of some type is being taught or maybe it's not heresy per se, but it's maybe a social issue or there's something that is um that is so big and you don't have the influence to change that situation. Um, you know, it, it, wouldn't that still be a call though? Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if, if I, if I'm called to that place, if I have the influence to change that heresy into correct doctrine, then I should, then I should probably really look at that and maybe I should be staying. But if I'm in a situation, I'm, I'm not the lead pastor. The lead pastor has one view that's heretical and I don't have that view. Then maybe it's time to leave. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, it, it to me, it would be better to, uh, in those kind of situations. And, and But I think, yeah, but I think God would be calling yeah, away that at would that be, point. To so. me, that would fit with, uh, right, it would, to I'm your praying point, and yeah. I'm asking God's Spirit yeah. to lead me, and he goes, okay, now it's the time to go. And sometimes we're at a place for a time and a season, yeah, because that that's our giftedness, is to be a spark or right. to be a, a motivator, or we're a starter, we're not a maintainer. You Just all of those different things. Yeah. Um, so let's get back to the original question, if we can, because we're, we're running short on time here. Got a few minutes. What What do you have to do in order to stay long term? <laughs> what What has to be the hard attitude? What has to be the um, the practice in order to to be long term? And I by the way, I would say you did. I, I would say that this is appropriate not only for ministry but also for marriage. It's It's appropriate for. Uh, jobs outside of yeah anything you know anything yeah right i said one of them the call it's and, and easy it, to leave it's harder to stay yeah, yeah so the call's the first the one. call and then for marriage you know that'd be the vow the promise you know the, the commitment the commitment yeah so i look at it here as i've com- i've made a commitment to god but i've also made a commitment to the, p- to the people of god 
And so it would yeah. be um, it would be hard to leave because we're family. Mm-hmm. You know, a practical advice I would give would be um, uh, take time and think about something other than the situation that you're in. Because if we get any situation, work or anything, you know, outside of ministry, if you get completely absorbed by the negativity of the situation you might be in, it, it will overwhelm you. So you, that take a vacation, take a day off, go, go out on the boat, you know, just do something to get away. I think that's, that's, that's just practical advice, I think. Because one day of regrouping, so like I said earlier, getting off the field and just having that little retreat, it does me a world of good sometimes. Just to, I think in the regular world, that would be called uh, knowing your own body, being self-aware, mm-hmm. um, managing your own emotions. Right. That really is critical when it comes to full-time ministry. Um, yeah, because if you, if, you, if you stay in the, in the situation and then just like humans were typical of doing, play it over and over and over in our head, and you can take something that's a little issue and create it into this big, huge <laughs> wildfire that's, you know, devastating everybody. Um Pull back. Just pull back. I think to come at it from a different angle, the danger in staying long-term, one of the dangers is it becoming about the individual and not about Jesus. It becomes mm-hmm. about the, 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 the castle, not the kingdom, about my authority and, and things of that nature. And I think anybody, I think there's a, probably just about everybody who has been in the church world, any amount of time on staff or not have heard the stories of the staff at churches that it, they, they become the you know dictators or whatever word you want to throw in there and you know it's their way or the highway so I think to stay long term and be effective requires those in the leadership positions to have both accountability and maintain a teachable spirit that's one of the things that that I think we we strive for here is is both the accountability uh, of of who we are and what we do, as well as uh, being teachable and and grasping. Just because I've been in ministry, you know, over half of my life, does not mean that I've got it all figured out. And yeah, I've got a lot of wisdom, I've got a lot of history, I've got a lot of knowledge, but I still want to be teachable, and I want that, you know, to mm-hmm. to to travel with me until. I'm not here anymore on this earth till my fleshly tent's gone. I, I want to be teachable. So I think that's that's a, a way to stay long-term, but also have that long-term stay be healthy. Yep. Yeah, definitely. The, um, the hardest part about staying, maybe not the hardest part, but the thing about staying long-term, I think you have to have a mentality that you learn from couples who've been married for 60 plus years uh this too shall pass mentality taking the the very low moments and say you know what this is expected i'm not surprised by this it's a blip um i was actually talking to somebody sunday morning just saying hi and hey how you doing man things are great kind of just wondering when the shoe's gonna drop you know and he was he was joking but but i resonated with that because you're going yeah Man, things are things are really good. I wonder. I mean, at yeah. any time now, it's going to fall apart, right. and that's not the right attitude because that's more of a. But that's somebody who's been in life for a while. That's somebody who's been in life. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that that's more of a, a 
uh, uh, negative, you know, yeah, I oh, I just can't wait. It's right. going to, yeah. cause you may not enjoy the highs at that moment, right. but it's recognizing to, to back off from that a little bit to, to say, you know what? It is good, but it, it's not going to be as good at some yeah. point, but then it, it's, it's, it's going to get better. I mean, it's, it's the really side, the yeah. long term view yeah. The status ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Just really, a marriage is the best possible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. it, not just marriage, but our relationship with Christ. I mean, nobody goes up, 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 up. I mean, it, it's a up and down. So, um, longevity is a big deal. I will tell you this: I think you are much more effective in your tenth and twelfth and fifteenth year than you could ever be in your first year. You could make some outward changes i i know that you both of you probably will hear this the same way i early in my days of ministry a negative comment or a, a or a bad spirit towards me would devastate, devastate. me oh, i mean yeah. just ruin me now maybe a little bit but not as much i mean it just yeah. it really you know it doesn't do it like it used to so that and that's only through longevity you know just the when you realized this is coming, it's going to happen. It, you know, <laughs> this will pass. Just like you said, this will pass. Um, I think when you're in a place long term, you can become more vulnerable because it becomes safer yeah. in a healthy situation. It's safer, and you're able to say, you know what, I, I really screwed up here. Yeah. And and the people, because they trust you and know yeah. you and love you, they go, yeah, you really screwed up, but eh. We forgive you. That that's a that's a healthy oh, that's a good place to yeah. be. That's where yep. you want to be. You don't get that in one or two years or three years of ministry. No. There's still much trust is the foundation of all ministry. Yep. In, in terms of pastoral totally shepherding, agree. teaching, it is all about trust. And trust is not easy or automatic. It is long earned, mm -hmm. easily lost can be easily lost. They don't care what you say until they know. They don't care they what you know, know until they, they know that, know you, that care. you care. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, any final concluding thoughts? Go forth and prosper. Yes. Hang in, hang in there, whoever's listening. Hang in there. If, if you're I thought to. you were about to say hang it up. No. Like, well, whoa. Hang in that's there. That's kind of no, not no, what no. we're saying here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, so this is chasing a rabbit, but I'm going to do it anyway. Another church here in town have a sign out front, and uh, the sermon title was "Jump, Jump, Jump," and so I was kind of thinking, you know, that person that's really struggling in life right now, <laughs> and they're like, "God, just give me a sign," give and the sign. sign says "Jump," and I'm thinking that's probably not the right that's sign. Not anyway, the right sign. I don't know if that related to anything we're talking. So, about. did anybody just play the song "Jump" in your mind? I did. I did jump, too. Jump for my love. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> jump it. Da -da. All That's right. how we leave it right there. that, we will leave. Uh, okay, which jump song are you referring to? I was actually thinking of two jump songs. I was thinking of Van Halen. Yes, yeah, like so that's the one. Or Pointer <laughs> Sisters. But, yeah, he was on. singing something else. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. We were not thinking about well, the same jump Well, I was song. actually thinking of the Van Halen version, but I couldn't sing it in my head because I had this other version. Yeah. How, does the, how does the Van Halen version go? I, it's too high for me, but it's piano. and I don't remember either. And David Lee, jump. 
Ah, okay. okay. Oh, now, okay. Next time. All right, so we're going to hang this up, and then we're going to find a YouTube, and we're going to listen to it. Yeah. All right, thank you for listening Later. to Messy Christianity. We hope that this is beneficial and helpful to you. If you would, please, ever so gently, press that subscribe <laughs> button. <laughs> yeah. Don't smash it. Just gently. Just gently you don't need it. to be angry at the subscribe. Right. Subscribe, and if you'll share this, if it was valuable to you, that would be helpful to us and to you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. You want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.